0: to the war in Ukraine update from Kyiv Podcast. Hour, a lecturer in international relations at Flinders University in Australia. And I'm checking in today with Maxime Yali, head of the Centre for a New World Order and professor of international relations at the National Aviation University in Kyiv. Thanks for talking to me today, Maxime.
1: You're welcome, Jessica.
0: Maxim, I wanted to check in with you today about the situation in the southeast of Ukraine, in the Donbass. Russia is increasing their military offensive in that region. Where does it stand? What's happening at the moment with the battle in Donbass?
1: The situation is really crucial, particularly in uh, Lugansk region as you know, Donbass is divided, consists of uh, two regions, uh, Donetsk and Lugansk. So uh, Lugansk region is occupied already for 95%. So five more percent of territory during last couple of weeks, they occupied. Russia changed its uh, strategy. After they pulled back their brigade from Kiev, Chernigiv, and Sumy, it is on the north of Ukraine. So they took them uh, to Donbass. So now it's about five to one. Firstly, it is constant shelling from artillery and bombardment from aircraft. It's very difficult to oppose uh, such a strategy, not having. Enough weapons. Putin realized uh, they realized that their lack of time and they are doing their best uh, to occupy uh, Donbass. So uh, they threw all the forces they have. Mm-hmm. So we don't have air defense uh, systems, still, unfortunately, enough. I mean, at least uh, long range. There is a threat of uh, surrounding. They use the tactics of Mariupol, so they try to surround... Now it is uh, Severodonetsk. It is a small city, actually, about 20,000 inhabitants used to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A big uh, grouping of uh, Ukrainian armed forces is located there, and it's on the front line. So now they're trying to surround it, to cut off uh, the main road, uh, to cut off uh, supply. So now it's up to Ukrainian commandment to decide whether to withdraw their troops or mm-hmm. they will be left as our troops in Marupol. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, hmm Yep, a quite challenging decision to make. So how do you evaluate what's gonna happen from here on in?
1: I would say it is already a third stage of the war. So first one was Blitzkrieg, Battle for Kiev. Mm-hmm. We won. Mm -hmm. Second, uh, they changed uh, their goals. They said, "Okay, we want to occupy only Donetsk and Lugansk region. Mm -hmm. But, of course, they wanted uh, to do it by the 9th of May, victory day. They failed even to occupy Marupol by that time. So, of course, now Putin needs something to show to the population, to his supporters in Russia, that uh, they have some real victorious results. Marukol is number one, the biggest victory for them. There is a new date, I would say, when he wants to reach uh, this goal. It's the 12th of June, uh, Independence Day of Russia. So it's uh, it's like this, more or less. What is
0: the feeling like in ukraine at the moment i mean we've certainly had talk in international media of the conflict potentially extending for months or maybe even for years is the feeling that this will be a long drawn out conflict and if so what's the time frame that people are operating under the expectation of at this stage
1: the situation is crucial also in ukrainian society but i suppose psychological situation is pretty difficult and gonna be because people were thinking used to think that okay very soon we'll win uh, but of course uh, it's usual for psychology human psychology they are getting tired of the war mm-hmm. me particularly some of course other uh, speakers start preparing people in a short term I underline it, to be ready for bad news. Mm. I mean, concerning battle for Donbass. Though it depends a lot, we could uh, have absolutely different situation. We are lack of heavy weapons. US gave us Canada. But of course, though they are much more effective and help us a lot, Russia has immense number of artillery. And they use it. So, as President Zelensky ma- mentioned, it's about twenty to one mm. in uh, weapons. So, the the quicker we get uh, this assistance, uh, the quicker we can. Counteract, deoccupy that uh, territories, but it's mm-hmm. a matter of coming months, and it's I would say optimistic scenario. So military intelligence, the head of it, uh, Mr. Budanov, says that by August we can receive needed amount of weapons mm-hmm. to start counteract before that, June, July. Uh, Russia is trying to use its best uh, to occupy as much territory as as possible and then to start uh, negotiations.
0: Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you did mention that Ukrainians are feeling pretty tired with the situation. What's the appetite like for negotiations in Ukraine at the moment? Is there much willingness to engage in negotiations or are Ukrainians waiting for a more decisive result on the battlefield first.
1: In Ukrainian society actually, well, I just saw last opinion poll, most of uh, population is ready. To wait, of course, the people are tired to live in such a stress uh, mm-hmm. for more than 3 months already, but anyway, we are ready to fight, we are not going to give up mm-hmm. until the end. We are not going and ready to give up any territories. So it, it's uh, consensus in society, absolute Mm -hmm. with the government. Uh, So we're not ready for these compromises, Mm -hmm. I would say.
0: Yeah. I appreciate you sharing with us your perspective on the situation and what's happening at the moment. Thanks, Maxime. You're welcome. To the update from Key Podcast. Thanks to Mr. Smith for our theme music. See you next episode.